International. Cheat and Steal, the podcast about thieves, liars, frauds, and bullshitters. Uh, I think I got all those right. Yeah. I always forget all of the ones. And sometimes we'll just throw a little fun one in there. You yeah. Know? Some grifters, you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Some scammers. Yeah. Uh, Matchstick men. <laughs> yeah. Um, my name is Kath Barbadoro. I'm here with Pat's Royce as always. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'm doing the intro today because we're doing a little little switcheroo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to be reading the story to Pat. So, uh yeah, it's uh, it's it's good to have you with us. Yeah, I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> of uh, course, it's fun to be back in uh, Austin. I'm yeah, still was- visiting. This is still one of the ones we're doing while I'm in town. Yep. If you listen to the last one, um, yeah, She's we got been here for an entire seven days. We do this in real time. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been just in the studio for a yeah. week, just hanging out. Yeah. I'm not allowed to leave. Uh, <laughs> occasionally they'll slip me a beer on uh, yeah. through the door and uh it's been fun so far it's a very wide do- gap under the door yeah. you get a hole here <laughs> <laughs> so pat you used to live in connecticut i did used to live in connecticut briefly yes. uh i've lived in the northeast how how well acquainted are you with uh some old money wasps uh, oh, uh, Did you I, ever rub shoulders with them in Connecticut? I worked at a, I worked at the Farmington Ball in uh, or West Farmers Ball in Farmington, Connecticut. Farmington, okay. Connecticut, home to Fifty Cent. Uh, as he actually lived a few streets behind us. All uh, right. Yeah, in a much different living situation. We lived in an apartment, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Avon School for uh, Avon School for Boys is there, which uh, Harry Potter tried to film at tight and like yeah like like there was just like hogwarts looking shit yeah hogwarts looking shit there's a lot of fucking money uh yeah and i, I worked at the at&t stores where they would come in with their, this, the, when the iphone first popped yeah and so i dealt with a lot of old waspy white people well that is who the story is about today um, they're, they're the best people they really are that's why they have all of the things <laughs> yeah because yeah. they're the superior you humans. don't get things for being bad people. no that's, uh, well, this guy that we're going to talk about today, he definitely believed that. And so he yeah. tried very hard to enter those circles of yeah. wealth. So today we're going to be talking about this guy, Clark Rockefeller. Clark Rockefeller. Love uh, a good Clark. Yeah. Love a Rockefeller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, this, most of this information, I've, I've read a lot about this guy. I find him very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it comes from a book called The Man in the Rockefeller Suit by Mark Seal. Uh, he also wrote an article for Vanity Fair called My Friend Rockefeller. So a lot of this comes from that. Uh, so yeah, Clark Rockefeller, uh, I think it's best to start, we're going to start sort of, as they say, in media res. Yes. You yeah. know, like kind of middle of the story, then yep. we'll work our way backwards. So July 27th, 2008 is where we're going to begin. Uh, a supervised visitation uh, with a father and a daughter. So... This guy, Clark Rockefeller, he's been living in Boston. He's uh, he's living in Back Bay, which is like a very she-she rich. Uh, it, it's basically like, it's like where everyone talks like Frasier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that kind of the neighborhood. Bra- the Brahmin accent. Yeah, yeah, the Boston Brahmin accent. Uh, everybody talks like Frasier. They all live in beautiful brick apartments with bay windows. So he's a, he lives in Back yeah, Bay. We walked through Beacon Hill when I was when I, when yes. I was in Boston. And I was just like, I, I felt like I was in a fucking, like, like a miniature. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like literally, it looks like a fucking snow globe. Yeah. Like <laughs> that it looks like the inside of a snow globe. So 
Uh, Rockefeller, he's just gotten divorced. He's on a visitation with his daughter, who he calls Snooks, because again, white waspy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic white waspy nickname. So it's his seven-year-old daughter. They're on a supervised visit. All of a sudden, uh, uh, Rockefeller grabs Snooks and jumps into a waiting vehicle, leaving their social worker supervisor behind. Yeah. The supervisor... Uh, j- like grabs the back of the car and is dragged behind <laughs> it to try to stop this guy. They Again, sped away. Too, too, way too much dedication. <laughs> yeah, you don't make that much as a social yeah. worker. Oh, like, shit. That, well, anyways, okay. Hey, uh, what, what happened today? Oh, the dude. Yeah, I, I would not even. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I'd watch some speed off and go. Um, I kind of remember the license plate. It's fine. Whatever. So uh, a warrant goes out for this guy, uh, custodial kidnapping, assault and battery, and assault with a deadly weapon, which is the SUV. Custodial kidnapping. Is that where you, you kidnap him, but then you have a b- bunch of keys? <laughs> like yep. off and like, yeah. You yeah. force him to mop. Yeah, you force him to mop They stuff. pour yeah. sawdust on some puke. It's bad. It's a bad scene. <laughs> they had to stand there and not break up a fight in the cafeteria, which our, our janitors would not break up fights. It was so funny. Like, I'm <laughs> no, again, shit. don't get paid yeah. enough. Don't get paid enough. Yeah. Fuck no. So uh, there's a a manhunt out for this guy. Best uh, type of hunt. There's yeah, <laughs> most dangerous game, baby. <laughs> uh, there's an Amber Alert that goes out. Um, they're looking for him, and uh, they they eventually find him in Baltimore, Maryland. He had purchased an apartment for half a million dollars under the name Charles Chip Smith. Charles Chip Smith. Which, again, just stick him with those waspy clacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clark Rockefeller, Chip Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, also, this is like the most waspy thing ever, is they find his apartment, right? They find where he is. He's with Snooks. They've, they know where she is. To lure him out of the apartment... Because he's holed up in there. They just put some like Gruyere. <laughs> <laughs> they put a little plate of foie gras. They basically did that. So what they, they did. They put the Wall Street, the Wall Street Journal down. Like, what the, like, yeah. <laughs> just a lit cigar. Yeah. A smoking jacket. <laughs> just on a string yeah <laughs> that's literal that's like pretty much what they did so what they did was they got uh this he they found out he was keeping a boat uh yeah. in a in a marina nearby so they got the guy who owned the marina to call him and tell him his catamaran was taking on water <laughs> and so he rushed out of the house no my catamaran, my catamaran. <laughs> and that's how they got yeah. him Julius, get the roadster. The catamaran is seeking. Exactly. <laughs> so he speeds over to his roadster. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets Julius prepares the roadster. Uh, so yeah, he gets he gets arrested. He takes and, off uh, one of those like nineteen twenty bicycle before they figured out how planes the, the giant wheel. Oh uh, yeah, that was, or the ones like the bicycle planes before they figured out how planes worked and they had those weird ideas where like he could, like <laughs> pedal it in flat wings and shit. He like, takes off on one of those to the dirigible. <laughs> yeah, that's like pretty much what happened. so they got him so they they arrest uh charles rockefeller aka clark rockefeller aka chip smith and uh they they bring him to back to massachusetts um to await trial they print him going going back back to massachusetts (laughs) (laughs) exactly so they they fingerprint him and they're like this guy is not who he says he is. Yeah. They eventually tie. Those his, are poor fingerprints. Yeah. <laughs> these are not. These are. These hands are too rough. This is yeah. not a wealthy man. Um. They eventually find a record of him. Uh. They find his um, 
like immigration papers they find it through through fingerprinting and they realize he is not clark rockefeller his real name is christian carl gerhardt's writer and he's a german national why keep that fucking name that's like a that's a powerful train of a name it's like, a good name <laughs> it's a great name christian carl gerhardt's writer so um gerhardt yeah so they take his fingerprints they they uh, also they one of the other ways that they print him is uh, they match a latent print lifted from a wine glass in Boston uh, it was uh, absconded with at a dinner party yeah 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 just this guy's in rarefied air yeah, while he was out in the veranda they just like, stole his wine glass <laughs> so yeah so he's he's uh, awaiting trial and sort of his backstory begins to come out and it's very interesting so they find out he's not who he says he is. They get his daughter back. His daughter goes to to live with his ex. Uh, meanwhile, they're learning about this guy's biography. So he he immigrated to the to the United States in 1978. Uh, he came here under the pretense of being uh, like an exchange student. So he um, he came and he lived with this family in Connecticut. This this like older family in, in Berlin, Connecticut. Uh, I who were like a paycheck in Berlin one time. Yeah, I, my UPS guy. This was supposed to drop off a first paycheck. Came to the wrong place. I'd go meet him in Berlin. <laughs> Hell of a time. What's it like? Really nice uh, scenic rolling view. No, I just, it, it's like every fucking town runs together on the East Coast. It's all the same fucking town. Like, yeah. When I was growing up in Texas, like I'd leave one town and I know that I left it because it ceased to be a town, and I would be on the highway until yeah. another town would appear. And then no, like, now and I'm here. There's no unincorporated territory in, yeah, in New yeah. England. It's Every, all town to town to town to town. Yeah, I'd like leave like my cousin's house in Newington. I call my cousin. I'm like, where are you at? I'm like, I'm, I'm in Newington. What do you buy? I'm like, I buy this. That's in West Hartford. I'm like, well, when did that happen? Because I yeah, I started driving in Newington and I've just been on a residential street the whole fucking time. Like, that used to drive me insane when I moved here because I'd like leave Austin and I'd be like, where are we? And they're like, outside of Austin. I'm like, that's not a place. <laughs> yeah. Why? what is it where are we and they're like we're n- nowhere we're not yeah, anywhere yeah. we're in travis county like i don't know yeah, anyway yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we like we're, we're free people all right yeah <laughs> so so anyway this guy he comes to connecticut he lives with his family eventually he wears out his welcome uh he's there for too long they they ask him to leave so he tells you've them you're longer than well, you've been here three school years yeah <laughs> also you seem kind of old to yeah. be in school like they're just like well, i don't know what your deal is so uh, he tells them he's going to go to California to become an actor. Hell That's yeah. his plan uh, after kind of wearing out his welcome. Um, however, first he goes to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where he does his first name change. So he, he this one isn't too bad. He goes from Christian Carl Gerhardt's writer to Chris Gerhardt, which is like, Gerhardt. all right, if you're going to be an actor, yeah, like, yeah, 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 that happens, yep. you know, um, it's not that weird. So he starts going to classes in, in Milwaukee uh, and he meets a woman uh, named Amy Dunkey, which is the most Milwaukee name yeah. possible. <laughs> Amy Dunkey. Amy Dunkey. And he marries her to get his green card. Uh, it was like generally a marriage of convenience, but they were like good friends and everything. Um, or at least so she thought until literally the day after they got married, he left to go to California without telling her. <laughs> so just immediately uh, pieced out. Yeah, uh, also in order. on hair in the fucking yeah. breeze. <laughs> and also in order to convince her to marry him, he told her that if he, if they didn't get married, he would be uh, sent to fight in the cold war. <laughs> on the Russian front line. Because, you know, yeah, like, yeah. if there's one thing we know about the Cold War, it was defined by its active combat. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of people fighting in that Cold War. <laughs> University old, of Milwaukee must not be a very good school. Yeah, and old Amy Dunkey was like, oh my God. Yeah, oh, my war husband. <laughs> Germany is going to send him to fight in the Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. This all makes so much sense, you know? <laughs> <laughs> His stories check out too good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he pieces out and goes, he says he's going to LA to become an actor, but he ends up in a, a town called San Marino, which, um, nowhere near LA, no, like yeah, yeah, far yeah. away again, a very ritzy yeah, it's sort where, of, yeah, but it's not where the, the, it's not where actors go to be actors. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's where, uh, they like go, they go to LA and the, they drive to LA on the weekends, like go downtown and drink and they fucking like probably like, you know, that's, I don't know. It's not, it's like yeah. a, a ritzy suburb like of LA. Yeah. It's where like real estate agents live. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, where yeah. like, or doctors like or where the Bluths would live. It, yeah, it's where the Bluths would live. Completely yeah. where the Bluths would live from Arrested Development. So he ends up in San Marino and he just starts sort of ingratiating himself into society there. And it's clear that he like really wants to be uh, like sort of a respected member of like high society. Yeah, like, yeah. People say that he's, he talks exactly like Thurston Howell from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> like that he has that sort of yeah, clenched yeah. jaw. Like the, again, the sort of Boston Brahmin thing. Yeah, yeah. Like he's clearly grown up on a a lot of American television people say they did not detect an accent with him like he yeah. spoke the only accent they detected was like the rich accent not yeah. the German yeah, accent yeah, yeah, yeah. so um man, imagine having to nail an accent every time you wake you wake up god Just, right? like, like oh man <laughs> It's, it's when you get drunk you know like you, know, like you, it, to, you can't let it slip yeah Ugh. yeah 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 so yeah so he's he's sort of going to these like social clubs and like he joins the the prominent church where like all the society people go and he's going to all their like fundraisers and stuff and he's a specifically uh ingratiating himself to the town's elderly widows because there are a lot yeah. of like rich old ladies yeah. there and he's very charming and he's very according to everybody who met him he's very knowledgeable yeah so he could sort of have a conversation about anything uh he's he's telling them at this point uh he's changed his name again uh he said his name is christopher chichester um and that he was a baronet which just sounds like i don't even know what that is but i'd be like ooh, fancy british yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's christopher chichester I'm, I'm, a baronet. I'm, like, oh, I'm a redhead <laughs> exactly oh i'm a bassoonist like i don't know <laughs> Christopher Chichester, the uh, eighth baron, or sorry, Christopher Chichester, the thirteenth baronet. Uh, he has a, a business card that says that it has what he. There you go. It has what he says is the Chichester family crest, which is a heron with an eel in its beak, and the family <laughs> motto "Firm and Foy," meaning firm and faith. So he's got this whole story. Everybody who meets him says everything he owns is monogrammed yeah. with double C's. Uh, he is talking about. Uh, his descendant, Sir Francis Chichester, who took him sailing, like all this crazy, like shit to basically convince people that yeah, he was somebody yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah. And like, I feel like this maybe. I think it was very interesting that he went to California because I feel like this maybe would not fly in Connecticut until he got his story straight because yeah, like yeah, yeah. Connecticut does have a lot of sort of old money people yeah, they, in they, a way they, that they California that. does not. Yeah, California, like the if. 
they can only go back so many generations you know like and when you look at how far back you can go on the east coast when I lived in Connecticut there was fucking uh, I used to eat at a restaurant called J. Timothy's that was built in like 1720 yeah yeah like it's just been it's been there with a paved parking lot for three centuries there's just yeah like there's just a lot more like uh, if you were this person my family would know your family yeah, exactly. and that's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. as much people that, aren't like that in California yeah it's like if you if you walk around like saying you're a fucking uh, a comic in like a you know in a small town or whatever it's like oh okay but if you're like came to like and you weren't actually a comedian but you came to Austin and you'd be like well do you know where, where are you yeah. from like, if you're from Dallas you know so and so and like well, yeah, you right know, you wash right out yeah. you need the other uh, rich people to vouch for you yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so you're like out, out of California is an ambiguity and they're all fucking lying about themselves anyways you know what I'm saying like they're, it seems like there's just out there like uh, everyone's a fucking poser yeah they wouldn't even look at it as like inauthenticity they look at it as like originality almost like yeah just, yeah, yeah a real, real self-made man it's like, a new world yeah no being self-made means a lot more than there yeah. i think than in in new england so so it sort of seems like he's kind of perfecting this yeah. in this stage of his life so he starts hanging out at the film school even though he's not taking any classes everyone there <laughs> red flag yeah Got, oh, super anyone creepy. hanging out anywhere who's not doing the thing that you're there to hang out to yeah. do look at the watch keep an eye on the guy you know and like this is how much of an asshole he was everyone just assumed he was a ta because he talked so like yes condescendingly yes, about yes. movies <laughs> so people are like oh you must be a teacher because like you act like you know a lot. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but no he wasn't even taking classes he was just hanging out bragging to people uh so <laughs> that had nothing to do with film classes walking by and he was just like i own a boat <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah all right <laughs> stop i own a boat yeah yeah I have several monogram vests. <laughs> so he's living in San Marino, but he's actually living in a shitty part of San Marino. Uh, he is living uh, in this guest house behind this old alcoholic woman's uh, <laughs> house. He's sort of, again, charmed his way into her yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. She's like, sure, you can stay with me. Uh, she was a reclusive alcoholic. Um, everything's going fine for him for a while. He's hanging out at his yacht club or whatever the fuck. Uh, but then, I wonder if he. I wonder if he if he uh, drinks because it, it's a weird thing that I asked about that. Like it's a. Uh, but again, if you get too drunk, like well, you can, you're yeah, gonna you let some up. shit slip. You fuck. Also, it feels like he may not have the walking around money that you know. Saying like he, yeah. I'm sure he owns a bunch of monogram things. So maybe he came in a couple thousand and like bought a bunch of monogram shit. Yeah. But I don't feel he has like walking around money. So like I know like for me I, like if I'm out of the house and I'm somewhere where people are hanging out, I want to have a few drinks. Yeah. And like if you don't have any fucking money and you're hanging out at these places, I bet beers are like eight bucks a pop or right. whatever so like, i bet you he just kind of abstains from everything like they never yeah. see him like eat or buy anything he just like, it has just to be people there. buying it for him yeah he's just there he's yeah. just there to be seen and yeah completely uh, he's putting in the facetime yeah. like that's he's he's very much sort of enjoying this this like upper echelon of society yeah. but not really like yeah uh so everything's going fine for him until uh the woman whose house he's living in Didi soho's her adopted son comes to live uh with them and this guy his name is john he seems like a real sweetheart uh he's a, a dork a tw- like 20 something dork he works at a jet propulsion laboratory Hell in pasadena yeah. just a real sweet dork and he moves in with his wife linda who also seems like the fucking best like this yeah. couple seems so cool so john is like this little little like pipsqueak nerd and then his wife is this like beautiful amazonian redhead woman who's like <laughs> 
taller than him and has like really big boobs and like hell yeah they met because she was working at a comic book store more about her hold on no, yeah, 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 yeah no she's like a yeah, fucking you're, you're, badass oh, that's, babe that's so, like she's the hot chick at the comic book store and he yeah. fucking and he, and he, and he, and he pulls it he goes, and yeah, he's yeah. living the dream <laughs> he's like uh, Kip uh, from Napoleon Dynamite completely <laughs> and she like her her main hobbies are she uh, paints fantasy creatures so she like oh, does man. paintings of like unicorns and stuff uh, they just seem so fucking yeah, cool yeah yeah like I love them and, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm sure that uh, that, that Chichester is just gonna treat him right and be nothing but nice to him oh right? of course yeah. uh, <laughs> so they move in uh, they get married uh, they they have a very cute wedding. It's on Halloween. There's it's a costume party. Like they just seem like yeah, real fun yeah. people. Yeah, like real people. Like they're actually they're happy with the life they have. Yeah. And that's something like it, it, it it's just a, It must a, drive uh It's gotta drive him crazy. And he probably like looks down at them like like he just he thinks yeah. he's better than them. It's like, dude, we're, you're all living in the same drunk old lady's house. Right. And these people are <laughs> fucking having a blast doing it. Right. And you're yeah. so like you're so unsatisfied with like the exact same thing in your yeah, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. So unfortunately for these two just gems of humanity, uh soon after they marry, they disappear. Ah. Uh, so they're gone. Uh, the Dee Dee, the woman who, the mother gets a postcard, uh, that says, Hey, we're, we went to Europe. We're having a great time, but it's real (laughs) suspicious. Yeah. 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 All postcards. No one, no one actually sends those things. Yeah. It's literally (laughs) the only time you get a postcard is when someone's been murdered and someone else is covering it up. That's not a thing that happens. Like like that onion headline. The only reason people buy newspapers anymore is is to, uh, for, uh, um, lining bird cages. Yeah. That it was a kidnappers to, uh, to, uh, confirm ransom. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's the only, (laughs) the only use for a postcard is covering up your murder. So yeah. So they get a postcard card uh no one ever hears of them again um at, at this point uh mr chichester is uh regarded as a suspect but they can't find him yeah uh so he's skipped town um he he's yeah he doesn't go back to san marino so a few years later uh john sohus the guy who disappeared his truck turns up in greenwich connecticut a man calling himself Christopher Crow. I wonder who that is. <laughs> this is his darker, more experimental name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really trying some stuff out. Yeah, he's really yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's he's evolving into yeah, yeah. into his full potential as a fucking con man. Yeah, yeah. That, like you know, Chris- they say, uh, Crow carries your soul into the afterlife. Hi, I'm Chris Crow. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! You're fucking interesting, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going through his goth phase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he he's trying to sell this this car and and it comes up that it's it's john sohus's car uh he's interrogated uh they fi- they find out that chichester and crow are the same person but the police don't really have anything to hold him on he's just like yeah he gave me his car when he went to europe bye yeah the cop's like crow's chichester chichester is crow crow's and he's pissed because he made out with chichester he's yeah like, oh, he's all brushing his teeth <laughs> it's <laughs> a mrs doubtfire situation he's from terror call back yeah <laughs> uh so uh yeah so he's in connecticut now they find out he's in connecticut he's doing the same thing he's hanging out at the yacht club he's uh ju- he's got again yeah. he can use the same monogram stuff because it's the same yeah, letters yeah, yeah that's very you know economical what, that's very if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna fucking monogram a bunch of vests you better you gotta stick to it you know yeah uh so he's just kind of hanging out there trying to network 
and eventually it pays off. He uh, meets uh, this guy who works in in finance. Um, he sells Good himself. Sorry. Good guys to meet. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> just this venture capitalist guy. Uh, he gets a he gets an interview with him. He sells himself as like a computer whiz, and uh, the, this is what someone said about about him getting this job. Uh, this guy Christopher Crow looked like he was worth a million bucks. Always had custom made shirts with his monogram CCC on the pocket. He said he was a producer from L.A. who had done all of Alfred Hitchcock's remakes. <laughs> And if you go back 20 years, there's a Christopher Crowe who was a producer. So he just, he's again, selling yeah. himself as like a hot shot. Before IMDb, he literally had to catch that in a credit scroll. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like scrolled down long enough and was like, cool, that's who I am. Now. Yeah. So he starts working at this place as a computer whiz and it's clear to all of his coworkers. He has no fucking idea what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. He mostly just, again, sits around and brags to all the other employees. <laughs> now, what's funny is, is this guy like I, I remember when I, I had uh, taken a year off comedy or a year off to just pursue comedy and yeah. I didn't work and I just it was a uh, I, I did nothing with that year. I, I was back in a job within a year. Yeah. And uh, now I was just like this dude like and like you're, you're, it, it, it sucks. It sucks. To go back to work. Right. So Humbling. Been, yeah. Very humbling. He is now back in an office and he's still the same fucking guy. He's in the break room walking by. He's like, hey, I'm on a boat. And he's yeah. like, leave me alone, goddamn. Like, <laughs> you should be working right now. Just, like, yeah, sitting next to the coffee maker. Say, yeah, same fucking boat. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my monogram, dude. Yeah. With fucking initials, dude. Back to so back. it's clear to everyone he doesn't know what he's doing and he gets, he gets fired in a very unusual way that I feel like... Uh, really fucking spooky so the job ends abruptly when somebody one of his coworkers gets suspicious and does like a background check on his employment uh record and they find that he's given a fake social security number guess what social security number he used the social security number of david berkowitz aka son of sam oh man spooky right that's we yeah that's also how do you know that social security yeah. number what the fuck is wrong with you dude <laughs> What level of like fandom is it where it's like you know you you know these serial killers fucking socials? Yeah, like and, yeah, Jesus and, Christ! And that's like one of those things that like like uh like being a kid, I, I like I would write like I would like to write make codes, so like yeah. I'd write a note in a code. But it's like who the fuck cares what I have to write anyways? You know what I'm saying? So it's like kind of like if I, I would do it to where like I'd write something and it's like oh if somebody figured that out or cared to. That was one of those things where he's just like so cocky. He's just like yeah. oh and if they look it up when they don't know it's it'll be a fun joke. Yeah, it'll be a fun. That's David Berkowitz. It's just, yeah. yeah what a fucking slimy piece of shit yeah so he's real creepy but they just fire him they don't do anything so it's like this guy's a weirdo yeah uh but he's still like rich and white and has a good accent so yeah, he just goes out like, to the parking lot gets in his boat yeah <laughs> he's doing fine so uh he he gets hired again after this happens he uh he despite he has no college degree he has no experience he heads a department of a securities company on Wall Street. Oh my god! Just because of the fucking like ascot, yeah, yeah, like that's it. Yeah, my my old manager at one of my pawn shops was like, uh, he's like in the pawn shops. It's it's it's, it's, a sh- it's a shitty industry, but when you get your own store, which is the fucking complete, that's the goal yeah. is to get your own store. When you get your own store, you make it, you're making pretty good money, and then if you can get a regional manager job, like, that's a pretty you're doing you're making pretty yeah, goddamn yeah, good yeah. money. And like my my manager was so fucking incompetent. His name's Matt Keller, and we're still friends on Facebook. He never posts, but if he clicks on this link. <laughs> This is this episode, Matt Keller, you're a competent piece Fuck of shit. Fuck you, Matt Keller. Yeah, but uh, he would uh, he would fucking um, put, uh, he would just like wear like boat shoes on his days off and like come in and like only work for a few hours and skip off and go eat lunch with the fucking area managers and like he just 
hemmed himself into a fucking area manager. He willed yeah. himself into it. And it was just because they were like, oh, this guy's like one of us. Like he's one right. of us in training. Like, yeah, he's yeah. he's a char- He's a charmer. Our numbers this were guy- shit. He was shit. Yeah. Everything sucked. But it was just like, you know, he, yeah, he fucking. Fuck you, Matt Keller. Yeah. So this guy basically does the same thing. He 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 walks his way into a salary of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars with no experience, just the right knowing the right people. And uh, he was hired by a now deceased uh, gold, ex Goldman Sachs executive. Basically, what I'm saying is like, fuck everyone in yeah. finance. They're yeah. idiots. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, one of his old coworkers said that the guy who hired him was someone who was quote taken in by people who seemed to be blue blooded and wasn't the kind of guy who would check references. Oh, man. So just got lucky. Yeah, that's back uh, up when like doctors wouldn't wash their hands because they were gentlemen and why would they have to wash their hands? Yeah. <laughs> uh, why would I check his references? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he has a, a he owns a boat. Like what? Why would I check his references? It, it, it's crazy how it, I mean it's delusional to like to, to favor blue bloods of pe- people, but like as a as a real person, I hear that and I'm like, no, I'm instantly scared. Skeptical. Me too. I'm like, well, hold on, back up. Oh, like, cool. Like, you didn't earn yeah, anything you, you, you have. Know, awesome. Shit. Okay. I, I, it's like I, I, that person has to has to win me over at that point. Right. And it's like, and I, you know that this that this dude. What level of delusion do you live at? Where you go out in the world and you're like, oh, finally, thank God, someone comes from blue blood. Yeah. Like, Ugh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Finally. <laughs> Jumping fucking. Oh, I'm so t- sick of talking to non-boat owners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Own a> boat. <laughs> <laughs> I own a boat too. So again, his his coworkers are just like this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing uh all the people who work under him are like he's a dumbass like he doesn't even know what his job is he just kind of hangs around uh so he's he's staying in greenwich he's staying in like a again another guest house and he his whole excuse is like oh i'm staying here while i renovate the main house and it's like he's just renting he he claimed to be related to uh, Mountbatten and the Battenberg family from Germany. That, yeah, that that's the Mountbatten is the the name of the royal house of, of uh, it's not Windsor. Yeah, Windsor. That's the ones that are the royal family right now, right? Yeah, yeah, like like it's the house of Windsor. But if, like for example, like both the sons are the are the military on their fucking name tag. It says Mountbatten. Are you? Why do you know this? I'm oddly obsessed with the British royal family and just British history in general. All right. <laughs> Again, like people who did nothing to earn their. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. it just tripped me out because one time I saw a website that showed the first king of England and it showed his direct relation to Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah, and I, just, I was like 11. That just blew my mind. And I just, it was I, pretty crazy. I, I listened to a lot of very dense British history podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, again, he was hired as the sales manager of corporate bonds, but he had never sold a corporate bond. Hey, so <laughs> just no way? idea. What better way though? <laughs> yeah, just figure it out. <laughs> so while this is happening, he's, he's working at the securities firm. Meanwhile, flashback to San Marino in 1994 in that house that he'd been living in, uh, the current owners, uh, Didi Soho's had since died. Um, the current owners were putting in a pool. They're digging up the backyard. Guess what they found? Jonathan Sohus. Ah, man. Fact. 86% of all swimming pool excavations result in finding a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck around. I don't dig anything. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not even into bands because <laughs> I just don't want to stumble across a body. Uh, yeah. So it says that forensic evidence has uh, showed that the victim had been struck in the head, uh, stabbed six times, and then the body had been dismembered. <sighs> poor little. Poor little poor John. Little yeah, 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 yeah. He probably came in holding like a, like a I don't know, like a two scale millennium falcon. Yeah. He's walking. I said two scale. Like there's a real one up there. <laughs> he's like yeah just like walked in he's like i got this really sweet like, ah! yeah <laughs> like, oh, man this poor guy did they, so, did they find uh the the uh the, 
the beautiful woman? They didn't. They've never found her. Oh, Flash forward to the end of the story. They have never found her. And it's <sighs> really upsetting to me. Um, you piece of shit, Chichester. Right? Yeah, yeah. But so they so they find they uh they they find the body. Uh Crow is it's possible that he's been tipped off about this. Uh we're, they're not sure, but he he at this point he'd been fired and gotten a new job and then he quit immediately when he found out that the Connecticut police were looking for him uh, on the pretext that his parents were missing in Afghanistan and he had to go find them. <laughs> just like, just, just yeah. say you got sick or something. Yeah. Like what yeah. the yeah. fuck man? Like stop pushing your luck. <sighs> oh no, my pa- I need yeah, to rush yeah. off to Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? This isn't like colonial yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Like why? Oh, anyway, the the tides and forces of global conflict have put my parents in peril. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, no, like yeah, like ridiculous. Okay, so you need next week off. Or <laughs> yeah. So uh, authorities go to the guest house where he's staying. That he's gone at that point. He's he's already. This dude is, he stays at a lot of guest houses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, people he, in guest houses another red flag. People, yeah. If you're living in a guest house, mm, what are you hiding from? Yeah. <laughs> going on with you why can't you uh, get an apartment in a regular house what's going yeah. on yeah. What's, what's the deal so at this point he goes to probably the best place to hide uh manhattan <laughs> so <laughs> which if you've watched the movie godzilla he, Matthew <laughs> broderick says it's a perfect place for him to hide talk about the godzilla a goddamn godzilla it's not a good place it's for godzilla not, to no, hide it's, not, it's like it, it, <laughs> oh yeah the giant lizard yeah a city that's what he would love he goes don't think about it. it's the perfect place so <laughs> this is ingenious to me what he does now so he again is trying to get back into so he ends up like infiltrating high society numerous times so he's, he's on the fucking run at this point and he's still preoccupied with breaking into high yeah. society like, like he thinks almost like if he crosses that finish line he's good yeah if he like, gets to a point of yeah. being untouchable i'm running towards success in comedy with my creditors dipping at my heels thinking yeah. like okay, by the time it gets super serious i'll be rich and famous exactly <laughs> exactly he's basically employing the same strategy that us and all of our friends use yeah. okay uh, if i hit it big enough so but this is really ingenious to me what he does is he gets a fancy dog he gets a purebred dog a gordon setter named yates which is the waspiest thing to name a dog in the yeah. world <laughs> Uh, because nothing sparks a conversation with strangers faster yeah. than a dog. Than a purebred dog. Yeah, so he's naming just... It, naming it Yates is yeah. like, you know, that's so funny. It's like, it's, when you name your dog, you know, it's like, it's like borderline insulting if you meet somebody and they're like, oh, your name's Patrick? My dog's name's Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like, oh, your family name is Yates? My dog's <laughs> name is Yates. I'm going to start a little Yates dynasty yeah. for fun and play and watch it play out. It's like your Good family. Good luck with your legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like your family in a lot of ways. It's just a bunch of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so he's just like walking it around the Upper East Side making friends. And, uh, Fuck yeah. Just yeah. Like walking through. In his like loafers. Yeah. Just come, come, Yates. Fucking asshole. Hey, look at that dandy fellow with that beautiful dog. Go give him a job. So, at this point, he, this is really like, I think his, his crowning achievement is he's finally ready. He's, he's evolved as a con artist. Yeah. He's ready to release his his fully <laughs> yeah, realized yeah. uh this is when he starts going by clark clark rockefeller yeah he's ready for the big time so he joins this like again beautiful dark twisted fantasy this is this is <laughs> look we got like i feel like crow was was a little bit of 808s and heartbreaks yeah, yeah. it was a little yeah. like mm, it was moody yeah not yeah. quite not quite ready yet this one is yeah the yeah. the crowning achievement. Yeah, or I, I would say the Yeezus. This is his Yeezus. This is his Yeezus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so yeah again he's joining the fancy churches um that's that's funny how that is a place to get in too yeah uh you know who who to do that something as sweet and innocent as the church yeah you get to go to the weddings <laughs> yeah. like you you get involved yeah. in that society yeah, and they still uh, all like to pretend you know it's crazy it's, oh man and what if you are in like an anglican church in in america like wasps love to play pretend catholic like yeah, it's yeah, their favorite yeah, yeah, they yeah. love it um so at this point he he actually marries someone that he meets at the church despite not having a job or anything he's just living in this apartment he's got the dog he uh, the other way that he is convincing people is he has a bunch of uh famous art in this apartment and he has like rothko's and mondrian's and stuff obviously they all turn out to be fake but they impress they impress the right people he marries this woman sandra boss who is a a mckinsey senior executive she makes like a million dollars a year yeah so he's set like i think this is what he's going for is like he is finally set um he's he's got it set up he doesn't have to work uh they have a daughter named snooks uh they move with presumably with yates to (laughs) cornish new hampshire yeah it's come we need to go to the we need to go to cornish yeah and cornish (laughs) give us the the inside scoop yeah so it's funny that this is where he moves because cornish the most famous uh resident of cornish is jd salinger who is who has since passed away but that's where he went to go be an insane recluse yeah so i think is there game hints yeah yeah a lot of uh, i feel like if you're gonna go be a wasp somewhere a place with good game hens is where you want to go how's the pheasant scene yeah (laughs) so they buy this huge weird mansion uh it belonged to a former uh supreme court justice is like this big fancy castle they start uh redoing it uh clark rockefeller he says he owns a company in canada which i feel is like the business (laughs) equivalent of a canadian girlfriend Um, my business goes to another high school yeah (laughs) exactly exactly uh so that's what's good he's like well yeah i live here because like my wife works in new york and yeah. i have a company in canada that's very successful <laughs> it makes, <laughs> uh, makes maple syrup hockey pucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh ham that we call bacon yeah. that's that's what we do so uh they're they're living together and then um they go down bacon to boston a lot ham. i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> They go down to Boston a lot. Uh, eventually, Snooks starts school, and um, he moves down to Boston to to so she can go to a fancy private school in Boston. Eventually, her birthright. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so eventually, uh, they their relationship falls apart, and they get divorced. Um, what she went? What was her name again? Her name is Sandra Boss. And his Boss. Name, his name is. Clark, Clark Rockefeller. So San San Clark San Clandra. I don't know. You know. You're what? trying to make a couple name. I, you know. You leave it to the tabloids. <laughs> so um, they they get divorced, and she's like a little bit suspicious. First of all, she makes all the money, so she doesn't want him to get the money. Um, but she's a little suspicious because like he's always encouraging her when they were together. Of like she he wanted her to file her her taxes as like a single person because uh, they weren't legally married. They had a Quaker right. ceremony again. What waspy people do. Um, so she gets a Quaker private investigator ceremony. to investigate him and discovers that he is not who he says he is. Um, she says he tried to investigate him and pass the name. There's nothing. He's yeah. not a real person. He's not real. He's just uh, a pile of like ascots and fucking like yeah. expensive dog hair. Sorry, yeah. you married a very fancy coat rack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she knows he's not a real Rockefeller at this point. Um, she they they have a settlement. There's 
supervised visits and everything she moves uh to london with the daughter because she knows this guy is a fake and doesn't have a passport yeah so he can't come after us so like, yeah oh, you know it's good just come meet us in london clark i'll buy the, i'll give you the tickets come on and meet us in yeah London. He's yeah like, yeah <laughs> so uh at this point this is when he kidnaps kidnaps yeah. snooks so uh and then while all this is coming out he kidnaps snooks his identity is revealed then they're like, okay, so he's Christian Gerhardt's writer. He's Clark Rockefeller. He's Christopher Chichester. He's Christopher Crow. He's uh, he's everybody. He also killed this yeah, fucking yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah. So at first, it starts as just like a he's getting, you know, he's being sentenced for for kidnapping. But then they find out he's a fucking murderer, and yeah. they put him on trial for murder. And uh, he uh, in 2013 was given a maximum sentence of 27 years to life. Uh, with credit of one year served because he was in jail during the trial. He fought um, for that. He's like, yeah. give me the one year, sir. <laughs> give me the one year. <laughs> it's it's really like, uh, I, I'm a little annoyed at all of the things that are unresolved here because like he he's clearly like, a, a, I'm a faker in a lot of ways but like because like the art wasn't part of the investigation or anything like they don't know how he got all that cop- counterfeited yeah. art uh, they don't know there's just a lot of stuff they don't know and he is very like he kind of loves the attention you can tell there's a, oh, a documentary yeah, yeah, about yeah. him on Netflix called My Friend Rockefeller and he participates in the documentary and he gives interviews oh yeah very and, heavily involved <laughs> yeah because well that's think about how it all started is he wanted to be an actor yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah, to be famous yeah. and now he's famous and he's like this kind of he's very into being like an enigmatic figure and oh, everything my God. but he's and he's he he doesn't admit to killing the the guy he says that the wife probably killed him and that's why she's missing and it's like mm, no yeah they they think probably what happened is he he killed them so that he could get the woman's money so like he was he was the heir and then these people came back yeah and yeah, so it yeah. was like an inheritance thing um was but he the will with the, with the dd lady uh i don't think so i think he just took her money oh, like because she was like an, a crazy alcoholic yeah yeah, yeah. so um yeah, he's just he won't admit to it, but he's he really clearly likes the attention and is a fucking crazy person. And uh yeah, that's the story of Clark Rockefeller. Jeez, he's, he's still alive. He's still yeah, this he's was like two alive. or three years ago. Yeah, wow. So uh mm. fuck that guy. Yeah. I'm gonna say for this one, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, no, that one's <laughs> that one's not worth it. Uh rich people aren't interesting enough. Yeah, no, they're not. Once you like break into that like circle, I I I, I well, you know what though, if you if you're trying to break into that circle you're you're gonna like what's going on there but like if you have any substance to you i would just you know i would go out on a limb here standing uh, on the uh, uh north end of poverty i would yeah. say i would say it's not gonna be fun and come hang out at mugshots you know? no yeah, yeah yeah you can like just hang out in austin you yeah, can drink yeah. for like two dollars yeah yeah it's if you have a boat you'll probably make friends faster yeah. but like if you're a dick about it you yeah. probably won't oh you know he's in prison he's like i own a boat <laughs> completely that guy is telling all those prisoners he owns a boat oh man i i do do you think uh on the inside he is uh He's like he's bullied and fucked with, or do you think he because he's so conniving? Do you think he, he has maybe like got himself in some sort of? Uh, I bet he's convinced all the other prisoners that he's smart and they yeah, should like exactly, come to yeah, him for yeah, legal yeah, pr- yeah, questions yeah. and stuff. 
He's trying to pass himself off as a jailhouse lawyer and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably what he's doing. So, yeah. uh, yeah. That's yeah. the story. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck Clark Rockefeller, man. Uh, well, shit, Kath, thank you. That was uh, that was a good one. That was fucking thank fun. you. Yeah. yeah, if you uh, if you enjoyed this podcast or any of our other podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, check out all the other podcasts on Body Tape International uh, that our lovely friends here do. And um, yeah, don't get caught. Don't get caught. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. International.